Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. A little I'm still standing there for you. I guess that is uh, maybe par for 2020, huh? Maybe that's a, a theme that we should get going out there. We're going to talk Murfreesboro City Schools and. Uh, Lisa Trail is joining us on location today. Lisa, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I thought your radio remote days were over, but here you are. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so you're at Black Fox today, huh? I am. So what's happening out there? Uh, actually, today I'm actually helping uh, get the lunches to the kids. Well, so, how about that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have um, a few people out on quarantine at a lot of our schools and so you'll find central office staff members all across our district uh helping out when we can mainly around that lunchtime hour whenever we just need to be delivering lunches to the students and letting teachers keep teaching it's uh you know it's it's such an important thing to uh, to think about i mean with with everything that's going on everybody's pitching in and doing things that uh, they probably wouldn't normally have to do Absolutely, <laughs> which everyone's happy to do it. It's, um, you know, just one of those things. You, 2020 has been different for us, but at least our students are in class and our teachers are teaching and the rest of us are trying to pitch in as we can. Yeah, you know, and I think for the, for the most part, you know, the, I know things are different for the kids, but they're, they're really, they've been troopers here this year, I, I think, uh, you know, that's been a lot by the teachers and parents and, and their support staff helping them along, but, you know, they, yes. they're doing a good job. Absolutely. I think that our administrators have been amazing uh, at just keeping all the uh, plates spinning, and hopefully the students are the ones who have no idea what's going on outside that classroom to make sure that everything is working for them so they have a really safe and inviting learning environment and um, they're just happy to see them and happy to see their smiling faces mm-hmm. um, let's let's talk a little bit about since we are going through through this and uh, I know the county schools have have done uh, you know some schools are distance learning on a case-by-case basis I don't think you have any of that going on but uh, kind of give us an update on you know in person and distance learning and uh, I- any of that that's going on Sure. We have about 80% of our students that are in-person learning and about 20% that are still doing distance learning. Um, we have not had to shut down a school at this point. I'm not going to say we are not going to do that, but at this point we have not had to. Um, it's been, and the county's seeing the same thing. I mean, it's really um, just needing more staffing at some points because you can have a quarantine that can take out two or three people for just an exposure, not necessarily a sickness, but an exposure. So we're all having to adjust, and it's we're not unique, and we have to tell ourselves that we are not unique. This is going across the nation, and we just have to adjust and be willing to always look at the numbers and always keep our students' safety in mind and, keep, and also their education because we know that students learn better in a school setting than they do online. However, if that's what we have to offer is online, we will do our best at that as well. Yeah, uh, and, and contact tracing is is the thing that is is you know affecting 
you know, if one person comes into oh, yeah. contact, and and then that's that's when the dominoes begin to uh, to topple around, and then Absolutely. then maybe you've got a second grade, uh, you know, at a school that that has to have substitutes and distance learning for the teacher and all that kind of thing. So, absolutely, it, and we're trying to be as transparent as possible. Parents, uh, we every Monday we update our website to say how many cases we've had over the last week, um, and um, you know whether it's students or um, faculty. Um, so it's not just about, um, you know, I'm, trying, I'm sorry, I, I am standing without any notes in front of me, so I'm trying to think what else, what is on that list, but anyone can go to it. It's on the first part of our city schools website. On the right bottom side, it says COVID numbers. It's pretty easy to find. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when parents look at that, it really eases their mind because you do hear about it if it's in your school, but we have been so uh, fortunate so far that it's kind of hit school by school, just here, here a little bit, there a little bit, and nothing to make us go to that point of having to close at school. Yeah, um, it's uh, M- MCS COVID-19 information. You click on that, and it, it gives you uh, uh, the running totals uh, for November 9th through the 15th. 14 staff members tested positive, 33 students positive, 30 classes uh Thirty class quarantined, five hundred eighteen students quarantined, and fifty six staff. So and that's yes. district wide. Yes, that is district wide. So we have about sixteen hundred staff members. So that kind of gives you a, a relation to that. And we have around right at eighty nine hundred um, students. So again, we want to be transparent. We are. Uh, I can't say enough about our teachers, our bus drivers, our maintenance staff. Everyone is doing their part to make sure we have a great experience in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. I, I have and it is American uh-huh. Education Week, so I do want yes. to do a shout-out for that. Uh, this is a national week that we celebrate every year, and it's all about education. So it's not just for teachers. It is for everyone who makes sure that our children can learn each day, and that takes a village. So we are celebrating a little bit for American Education Week. And um, I'm sure that those celebrations, uh, you know, are being done differently, but still all (laughs) over the district, uh, you know, uh, celebrating uh, all who are a part of uh, the educating of our kids. Absolutely. Lisa uh, Trail is joining us here today, and uh, she is with Murfreesboro City Schools. And um, more on that American uh, Education Week, I guess this year maybe more than than any other, we, we probably have uh, or should have a bit more appreciation for all of those in the educational field right now. Well, I think across the nation, everyone is looking at their jobs a little bit differently. Education certainly has been uh, one of the big um, changes. Uh, I would say the same thing for healthcare. And uh, you know, as much as we want to say, "Look at us, and we're we're doing a great job," we are very proud of that. Also, look at all the service industries, the food industries. All of us have had to really change our thought process this year. But for this week, it's education, and we do appreciate all of our um, staff members and all that they're doing for us. Whether it is central office staff delivering lunches or buses who are having to do a couple of extra runs and and our teachers who have learned how to do distance teaching and we are we are very appreciative of all of our team members 
And the thing about uh, distance teaching uh, and distance learning, you know, we get better every day uh, with that. And and what we're doing now may not be exactly the way it's done in a month because, you know, things improve and uh, we're, we're trying to figure it out, I guess. Absolutely. And it's not for every child. I can tell you that you can have two children in a household and one do really well at distance and then the other one not do well at distance at all. We do want those children who are not doing well at distance learning to come back to school so that they can learn. Um, We're also expecting students who are just doing distance learning to actually be learning. So we're taking attendance. We are doing truancy. Uh, We're doing everything we expect children who are learning virtually to be learning and um, to be in a class-like setting, which means that, you know, maybe there's a desk in their bedroom or in uh, a kitchen table or whatever so that the children really can be focused during the school day on their lessons and not be uh, distracted by everything else that's going in the home. So we, it's, we're taking it serious. We want them to learn. They can't just stay home. Right, right. Uh, I mean, it's, it's learning in the classroom or learning in home somewhere in your personal classroom. I mean, right, that's the right. kind of way you have to look at it there. Uh, I did want to ask, uh, I saw a story here uh, on cityschools.net as I've been uh, poking around as, as you were talking there, talking about uh, distance learning days. Um, maybe you can talk a little bit about that because there is one uh, coming up the day before Thanksgiving. Yes, the asynchronous learning days. So uh, what those are, we've added three asynchronous learning days to our calendar and asynchronous learning just means that a child does not have to be learning at the exact same time as the teacher is teaching. So um, it gives flexibility for parents, it gives flexibility for students, and it allows our teachers to be able to have some in-service days and some planning time because with all of this changes, as you can imagine, our teachers need a little bit more, a few days just to get some planning done for the next semester. So it is actually the Tuesday. We get out on Wednesday for Thanksgiving. On Tuesday before that Wednesday, we have an asynchronous learning day. All the information will be sent home with the child of what to do, and the parents should be able to walk them through the process. Um, And some of it will be technology, but if you don't have technology in your house, that is no problem. So technology, for instance, Alexia may be an assignment, and Alexia is our online reading program. And it may say 30 minutes of Alexia. Well, if you don't have that technology or maybe you've got not enough bandwidth for that, that's okay. Do 30 minutes of reading a book. That works just as fine. Science is very similar. um, And then your social studies, same thing. So um, it's going to be hopefully a really good day for parents and their students to work together for a classroom project. Um, Also allowing our teachers to have some planning ESP will be open that day, so if you choose to send your child to ESP, our ESP staff will be working on those same uh, projects that you would be working on at home with your child. Now, uh, these uh, particular days that, I guess in essence what that means is everyone will be distance learning uh, on those days? It does mean that everyone will be distance learning on those days, but it doesn't have to be a bell time learning. So you don't, miss, you don't have to log in at 7.30 and be off at 2.30 if you're a 7.30 school. It means that day, maybe if you're a parent who has to work, that when you come home from work, whether it's you know half a day or a full day, you can come back and you can do that project with those children at you know 4 o'clock in the afternoon if you have a babysitter 
or a babysitter could do it with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it just gives more flexibility than what a traditional distance learning day is because typically our distance learning days are synchronous, which means that a teacher is teaching in real time and a child is logging on and learning in real time. And that that's the difference between the two. So that, you know that's that's an important thing to. Uh, I I don't know that that's a new concept, but that's. Have you done one of those before? One of these days? We have not. Yeah. We have not. Well, we did a lot of this in March, April, and May when we shut down. Uh, so yes, every uh, just about every type of learning we did in springtime was that asynchronous learning. Okay. We were doing lots of videos and. A lot. We did a lot of Zooms, but a lot of those were also videos that kids could log on to and watch and understand. So uh, we have, but it's never been every school, every child is expected to do this uh, again in the spring. It was we hoped that they would, but we couldn't mandate it. This um, this time, it will be counted absent if they do not do their asynchronous learning project. So uh, the uh, distance learning day is the the twenty fourth. The twenty fifth is a Wednesday, so that starts Thanksgiving break, and then right. I, I'm assuming we come back in on Monday, right after. That's right. Okay. That's right. And then you know we're we're thinking Christmas and winter break here. Oh. That's coming up soon enough, isn't it? This certainly is. <laughs> we're all looking towards that winter break right isn't now. Isn't <laughs> that the truth? So, uh, by the way, uh, for those listening in that have uh, students in the city system, uh, December 18th is a half day for students, and uh, the 21st starts winter break. So, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's a sprint to the uh, sprint to the mid mid year here coming. It up. is a sprint to the mid year, and I know all of us are looking forward to having just some breathing room, and I'm sure the parents are as well. It's time to kind of. Um, have a little have a little downtime mm-hmm. yeah absolutely before our time gets away lisa i did want to mm-hmm. uh, make sure we mentioned uh some changes in this year's excellence in education gala oh thank you for reminding me about that yes the city schools foundation has our excellence in education gala every year in january we are moving that gala it's going to look a whole lot different this year in fact if, i probably won't be calling it a gala going forward but uh, we are moving our excellence in education until May. So for all of those who have always supported the City Schools Foundation and all the wonderful works that they do, uh, just put that on your calendar. It is May 1st. All right, May 1st. And I, I guess details will be coming out soon. Um, Absolutely. On how that's going to work out. So, right. well, very good. Miss Lisa, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for taking a little bit of time out of your busy day to update our listeners on what's going on within Murfreesboro City Schools. A, a busy time, but uh, it's it's normally busy when during school year. It's just a okay. different kind of busy, I guess, in uh, some absolutely. ways. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Very good. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you, Brian. Bye. Right, bye-bye. That's Lisa Trail joining us today with Murfreesboro City Schools. CitySchools.net, by the way, where you can find a lot of information about what's going on uh, within the city system. All right, uh, break and we'll come back here and continue Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. 